0: Welcome to the Backports Top Podcast. I'm your co host, Jason. Jacob's Danny. Fans, whoo, free agency in the NBA is on fire. <sighs> Danny, it never fails, man. Around the 4th of July, every year, NBA does not disappoint. Let's just first start off with our Milwaukee Bucks and where Bobby Portis, yes, he declined the player option, but he re-upped and re-signed with the Milwaukee Bucks for a four-year, $49 million contract, in my opinion. This was a very salary-friendly contract for the Milwaukee Bucks. I thought Bobby Portis could have demanded more uh, Mm -hmm. on the market, but he signs back with the Milwaukee Bucks. I think he, he has found a home with Milwaukee Bucks, and I'll just say this, Danny, the Milwaukee Bucks organization is one of the most stable organizations in the NBA right now. Mm -hmm. With all this hoopla and all this stuff that we'll get into later on about organizational structure and culture and things of that nature, hey, you can find a good culture in the Milwaukee Bucks organization. Uh, And I think Bobby Portis found that out uh, and decided to stay with uh, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, along with that Joe Ingles comes to the Milwaukee Bucks on a one-year contract 6.5 million dollars uh, he actually suffered a ACL tear on January 30th his last game with the Utah Jazz comes to Milwaukee Bucks uh, I think it's a, a good signing Danny uh, to me Joe Ingles talks mad trash talks a whole lot of trash, man. And he has a little edge to him. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Milwaukee needs. And he he's a veteran. Now, granted, yeah, he's older, but he's savvy. Yep. And he can provide some punch off the bench. What say you, Danny?
1: First, to Bobby Portis. It it was rumored that he may go to Golden State, which I thought would have been a good for, fit for him as well. So good on the Bucks by Pam Bobby Portis. Uh, he's been solid for them. He's a fan favorite. And you got to run it back, man. Yep. Based on what you saw and the whole MCL with Chris Middleton, that doesn't happen. Things may be different, right? He has a home here. He has a nice role set up. And why not run it back and get paid at the same time, which he deserved. Congratulations. I wasn't really surprised on that. I thought he would come back. Joe Ingles, I saw that come through on the wire yesterday, and I think it's a great move by Milwaukee. You get a, a shooter, mm-hmm. someone who can handle the ball, and he's a person that usually destroys them when they play Utah. Yep. So <laughs> so that may uh, stop when they go to Utah for whatever reason they struggle. So without Joe Ingles being there, uh, that may help. But I think it's a great move. Uh, I did mention offline that I know he was. He there were some rumblings about him where he wanted to come off, uh, wanted to start instead of coming off the bench, which Mm -hmm. he served a great role in Utah and he he played his part. But I think he knows what he's getting himself into here in Milwaukee, and Mm -hmm. to have him coming off the bench once he's fully healthy, and the good thing is. Uh, you may get him midseason so he'll yep. be fresher towards the playoff run. So mm-hmm. I s that was a no-brainer, man. I I thought it was a great move and it was a sneaky move because no one really knew
0: uh they were doing that. hmm I, I agree there. And uh along with Pat Huntington re upping and and accepting his player option at five point seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh I think the Bucks are going like you said, going to run it back, uh, mm-hmm. Brett Nora uh, was extended, a qualifying offer. So I uh, believe he's coming back. Javon Carter is coming back. Yep. So the bench is, I think is going to be solidified here with a little, little bit more pop. Uh, I don't know what that means for George Hill, quite honestly, could be one where George Hill is no longer a buck. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, but this is going to be interesting. I, I'm really, really curious about the development of Beauchamp, um, our draft pick here. I'm looking at some of the highlights uh, of this young man, I think uh, he is going to provide uh, a little slash, or some more slash to the basket. Um, can go above the rim. I, I think this is a good pickup here by the Milwaukee Bucks. Overall, I think it's been a successful offseason for the Milwaukee Bucks, Danny. I
1: agree. Uh,
0: uh, and just as the Milwaukee Bucks have been making uh, some splash here, let's go to the uh, Boston Celtics and where they have traded for Malcolm Brogdon um, to in exchange for uh, Daniel Tice, Aaron Nesmith, and a 2023 first-round pick that's going over to the uh, Indiana Pacers. We indicated earlier that the Boston Celtics needed a point guard Mm-hmm. Malcolm Brogdon who we know who we actually drafted and who we let go because he couldn't stay healthy. I'm not concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm not concerned Danny because I still believe had we had Middleton, things would have been different in that Boston Celtics series. I believe we would have won that series in six. I still believe even with the Celtics having Brogdon, I still believe with the players that we have. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can we we can beat the Celtics. It'll be a hell of a series, but we can beat the Celtics. Uh, what say you? They needed a point guard. And to get Brogdon
1: for what they got him for, yeah. I thought it was a steal. Yeah, I agree. So for them to not give up much as far as uh talent. Daniel Tice is, you know, he's a steady player for them. Mm-hmm. But you bring in a ball handler, someone who actually can play defense, hit his free throws. The only question, as always, with Brogdon is health. Yep. Now, if you can get him to and his health stays consistent, Boston got a steal here, man. <laughs> they had a true, uh, true steal here. I I agree. I think Milwaukee was still, can still take them. But this improves where they needed that person to facilitate the offense because I think Marcus Smart is more he's better off the ball he's not necessarily a true point guard Mm -hmm. um, versus Brogdon who's more of a point guard so I think it's a great move by Boston I think they probably still have something left to do here in free agency to fill out that bench
0: Denny how many games are in the NBA season 82 how many games do you think Brogdon played this past season? probably i'm gonna say i'm gonna go with 30 close off the dome. close off the dome uh, i'm looking at some things here it looks like he played 36 games he started 36 mm-hmm. games man mm-hmm. who was there <laughs> brogdon uh he just has a history a history here um, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll see what happens that's why i'm not necessarily concerned uh he, he could be healthy for that that series against the Milwaukee Bucks fine but mm, we'll see what happens with with that situation Yep. uh Danny there was some other news here <laughs> with regards to man a whole lot of teams man but I'm going to focus in on the Brooklyn Nets Danny and we need to have a discussion about this right here. Kyrie actually opted into his contract. Mm-hmm. So he did uh, look at what the Lakers could possibly offer, and they could only offer, the at the time, a $6.5 million uh, veterans uh, minimum. He opted into his contract, which is worth $36 million-plus dollars <laughs> Uh, the remainder of the Brooklyn Nets. And the day after he, had, he did that, oh, boy, the news that broke yesterday on June 30th in the afternoon was that Kevin Durant requested a trade. Mm-hmm. And he indicated that he wanted to either go to the Phoenix Suns or the Miami Heat. Bottom line, Danny, Kevin Durant is just fed up, man. He's fed up with all this drama. All he wants to do is go play some ball. Yeah, I am. Um, we need to have a discussion about this, Danny, because this says a whole lot about where the whole player empowerment. Uh, you can look at right now the Brooklyn Nets organization being just totally decimated by this news that KD mm-hmm. wants to go, and really the owner has obliged keep in mind kevin durant signed his extension last year Mm -hmm. so this would be would have been his first year in his extended contract the start of his extended contract and he already has opted and requested a trade this is maddening man Danny, I got to ask you this, man. Is this Kyrie's fault? All this drama and is James Harden smart? He was smart to be like, nah, I see what this where this is going. I'm about to go ahead and dip. <laughs> I'm about to go ahead and dip out of out of the Brooklyn Nets, man. I see where what Kyrie doing is mm-hmm. not doing, but not playing. Mm-hmm. So what say you, Danny? KD knew what he was getting himself
1: into. He's the one. He didn't have to sign that free agent deal with, with Kyrie Come on, when they man, when Andy. they had that off season. He was, they were in cahoots, right? Mm-hmm. They wanted to build something mm-hmm. big in Brooklyn, and then you go, you request, you know, James Harden is on the table. Bring James Harden in. Still can't get it done now. Like you said, Brooklyn's decimated, man. They gave up all this different draft capital to appease Kyrie and KD. And now you're in this situation. KD, okay, you go to Phoenix, right? Phoenix is gonna have to give up something to get KD. And and I say this because I just saw the Rudy Gobert trade come through on on the wire.
0: Come on, man. And Minnesota gave up. They gave up our first rounders. And, and then some, and some players. And players. Starters. Come
1: on, man. Minnesota had to give up that for Rudy Gobert. What is Brooklyn going to be asking for for KD? So KD is going to move from one situation to another, but it's not going to put them in a better position unless they fleece the team mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. put them in a chance. So the two teams he mentioned, Miami and Phoenix, I think Miami has a little more depth. But P.J. Tucker's gone now, who signed with Philadelphia yesterday. And who are they going to give up? I don't know their draft status from a draft pick perspective off the top of my head, but either way, it's going to be significant players involved. Phoenix, yeah. I think it's going to be DeAndre. It'll be – a part. DeAndre Ayton would be a part of that package if they did know, that. Though. I don't know, I would not I wouldn't even – I would – you just can't man, do it is, right now, man. And I, I, I just man. don't I understand KD's frustration. But at the same time, man, you are part of the deal.
0: And he, he was a, Brooklyn,
1: Brooklyn is yep. looking. I think I mentioned this before. Brooklyn is the Los Angeles Lakers of the East. <laughs> they are. You yeah, have uh, I, LeBron and AD, KD and Kyrie. You don't have that supporting cast to get you over the top. You're not, you're going to be seventh, eighth spot
0: every year. I'll say this, man. Listen, if KD was looking for a culture or an organization that has a culture of winning, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what he was seeing in Brooklyn necessarily. I thought maybe he was seeing, maybe this is the opportunity to build a culture I I don't know if I would be able to do with Kyrie.
1: That's the. That's the, There it is,
0: right there. They
1: had and before he came there. They were winning. They were winning. overachieving. I, I mean, I, oh.
0: I would say this, man. Listen, we we looked at look at the coach. They had Atkins, who, like you said, were they were winning. Mm-hmm. What happens? They get rid of Atkins. They bring in Steve Nash, who never coached before. Mm-hmm. And they talked about. Sitting Jared Allen, what what you gonna do that for? Jared Allen was balling. He was the one who was blocking the hell out of everybody's shots, including Giannis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you gonna trade a rim defender like that? So they traded him to Cleveland, and what happens? He becomes an all star for the first time in his yeah. career. You make these moves, man. As a as a player, and talking about player empowerment and everything, you make these moves. You got to stick with the consequences, man. This is going to be detrimental for the players, man, moving forward. Like, all these executives and the owners, they're looking at all this. Let's think about it. You had Kyrie go from Cleveland to Boston, messes up Cleveland, messes up Boston. Then he goes to Brooklyn, messes up Brooklyn. What Kyrie going to do now? The only team that wanted Kyrie for 6.5 million dollars was the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only that's the only team. So Kyrie, you gotta now play to show your worth. But then even after you play and you get a new contract, is that going to be a long-term contract? Or is this going just going to be year to year with with some boundaries, with some stipulations in that contract? Some incentives kind of, in incentive base, yep. if you play, if you play fifty games if you play sixty games mm-hmm. it's gonna be incentive incentive based so but owners and executives are looking at this and the new c b a contract they're gonna be they're gonna go for blood man blood is in the water uh so some of the other trade uh free agent moves here danny uh, a blockbuster one that happened not too long ago. Uh, Rudy Gobert traded from the Utah Jazz, man. Traded from the Utah Jazz going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And Timberwolves gave up Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Walker Kessler, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, and Leandra Baumuro, And <laughs> they're also going to get some first round picks from the 2023, 25, and 27 draft and a top five protected pick in 2029. 20, Danny. Danny Ainge is over there in Utah right now. And he's making a statement. <laughs> I, I guess from a youth from a Minnesota perspective, you put Rudy at the five, Carl Anthony Towns at the four. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you just let them go at it, man. Um, This is an interesting, bold move. Um, Very much so, in my opinion. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, he re-upped and signed his Supermax deal. Uh, So he's going to be there for a minute. So, Danny, what what do you think about this deal?
1: I just think Minnesota, Minnesota gave up way too much. You knew Utah wanted to trade Rudy Gobert anyway. Like, they had they showed their hand. They didn't want yeah. it. was either him or Donovan Mitchell, right? hmm You knew one of them was going. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking from Minnesota's perspective, and you give up those first-round picks, and you give up Pat Bev, who gave you that, that fight and that veteran that great, leadership yeah. that you needed, because mm-hmm. he's the one that was key for them this year, to get them where they, to make them move up and get in the playoffs and actually uh, come close to advancing in the playoffs. So to lose him and Vanderbilt started for him and Malik Be- Beasley was a great bench player for them, a great yep, three-point shooter. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I I don't know. I, I guess I have to see how they, uh, how this pans out in the end, but right as, as current time since we just got this news recently i'm shocked i i couldn't believe how much they gave up for him
0: not only that danny but carl again like i mentioned carl anthony towns uh agreed to a four-year 224 million dollars super max extension which is going to bring his contract value to six years and 295 million dollars
1: oh man
0: i put it like this. I think wow. what we're seeing in the, NBA, in the NBA is that we're, we're seeing these franchises, not necessarily valuing these first round picks as much any longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, and keep in mind they're every other year too. Yep. Uh, there's a rule in the NBA where you can't give up uh, consecutive first round picks uh, in a trade and everything, but nonetheless, I think, uh, well, I don't think I know what we're seeing in NBA is you can give up your first round picks and then, you know what, you can go ahead and pay a little money to get mm-hmm. back into the late r- first round. I've uh, yeah. seen Golden State do that several times over. They're notorious, uh, so for, that. They're notorious for that, man. I mean, yeah. these first round picks. And, and here's the other thing too. If you're successful, successful and you're winning, you're going to be in the 25 through 30 range uh, in a in a draft anyway, yeah. So pay a little money, get back into the draft, call it a day. So I think that's one uh, you know part of the strategy uh, with all this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what does this do for Minnesota, man? I think Minnesota is they're trying to go for it, man. They're trying to go for it. They yeah. had a sniff of the playoffs, uh, some of the success, some questionable coaching i think they have learned from it and i think they're going to in a sense kind of move forward uh and all so uh we'll see what happens with that danny we also man this a whole lot has happened danny i mean john Morant uh, agreed to a four-year uh designated rookie extension uh worth up to like 226 million dollars man these cats getting paid man yes they are um but just some Interesting moves. Uh, JaVel McGee going to the Dallas Mavericks. That's going to be an interesting, interesting move here. Brunson has gone from the Mavericks to the New York Knicks. I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what's going to happen with the Dallas Mavericks. And Danny, just real quickly, lastly, about the Atlanta Hawks, man. They're making some moves. The John mm-hmm. Murray getting traded from the San Antonio Spurs to the Hawks. Man, this is interesting. Um They've also man, they've, they've made some moves, but what do you think about the Dezonte Murray uh, trade? And, and before you get into that, the Hawks also traded Kevin Horder, who to the Sacramento Kings for Justin Holiday and Maurice Harkless and a future first round pick. Horder, man, he can shoot lights out, and Sacramento is doing something over there. We'll touch base on that. In our next podcast, but what do you think about the Atlanta Hawks?
1: That Dejounte Murray move was a man for what they gave up for him. That was a that was a no brainer.
0: Yeah, and yeah.
1: you bring in an all star to that roster. Now they picked up some steam at the end of the season last year, so I'm curious to see how if they're if they're done if they're going to stand pat with what they have, or if they have one more move left in them. But the move, I think is a great move for them to get them back to where uh, they were two years ago when they made that run to the Eastern conference finals to add him to, with Trey young in the backcourt.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I am nice. eagerly anticipating watching those games. That's going to be nice. And one, one other thing here too, about the Boston Celtics day um, it looks, it looks like they're going to get Danilo Gallinari. So Boston making some moves.
1: Nice pickup for the bench.
0: That's a nice pickup. Uh, like I said, I think the Bucks and, you know, Gallinari always does something against the Bucks, man. <laughs> so this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out, man, uh, against the Bucks and, and Celtics. But yep. the Hawks have made some moves. 76ers are making moves and getting P.J. Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what else did the 76ers do
1: one last team I think the Los Angeles Lakers Something, something's gonna happen I don't know what they're gonna do <laughs> Come on, whatever uh, they signed Damian Williams
0: mm-hmm.
1: yesterday but they can't stand pat with that team they had rolling into the season last year No, no. so something due to happen I don't know what but they've been very quiet. So let's watch and see if they make any significant moves over the next week or so. Do
0: you think they'd try to try to get Kyrie? Get Westbrook out of there? Maybe maybe a trade there? I can see that.
1: I could definitely see that. And that may be why Kyrie opted in to help with the money situation for them, but because I knew dang well Kyrie wasn't gonna take a mid-level exception Mm-mm. for six million when you can make 37. Oh, <laughs> that man. would have made no sense. Um, but we'll see, man. Darvin Ham has said glowing things about Russell, Russell Westbrook, think that something's gonna happen with them. So just because it's just been so quiet with them. Yep. And usually they have some type of buzz. And Kyrie's the buzz, but who knows if they can swing that deal. But now with KD going, what he's doing, they may do it.
0: Fans, tell us what you think. It's a whole lot that's been happening, a whole lot of news, a lot more signings, trades, and things that we did not talk about that we will talk about in our next podcast. I'm pretty certain there's going to be some more that happens in between our podcasts. But listen, give us your thoughts, opinions on this wild free agency of 2022 in the nba Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website which is backportstalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backportstalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.